Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is a special presentation for the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Here's Rick Uccino on the Believe Podcast Network. What is going on, you guys? Rick Uccino here for CagesideSeats.com and the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. You know my guest at this time, Sunday night, Wrestle Dream, Seattle, Washington. She goes one-on-one with Chris Statlander for the TBS Championship. Julia Hart joining me here. Welcome to the channel. Thank you so much for, for taking some time. This is, this is a big weekend for you. This is your first yeah. pay-per-view match ever. Where, where, where's your mindset at? How you feeling? You nervous? You excited? All of the above? Where are you at mentally right now? I'm feeling really good. I think I've had so much preparation for this moment, being with the House of Black and being on every pay-per-view with them. So I know how it is on pay-per-view days. So I'm feeling really confident and calm and just ready. Now, um, you're also like two weeks out from your wedding. Isn't that, that correct? Yes. Okay, so this has got to be an, just an insane time for you personally because you're in the midst of your biggest singles push of your career, yes. right? And your first pay-per-view match, and you're also getting married in two weeks. I know what that routine is like all too well. Yes. Uh, how have you been able to compartmentalize everything? Um, probably just the health of my mom and my sister helping me and just trying to keep everything in line. I've had most stuff prepared for a while now it's just like the last details i guess the last payments on everything so it's just just trying to take one day at a time and just focusing on what i can do today and then tomorrow and then yeah just going from there just trying to take one day at a time uh what's giving you more butterflies the first pay-per-view match or the wedding <laughs> i don't know i i can't think about it if i think about it I might go mental. I don't know. I'm just gotta, I like to be a very Zen and calm person. So as long as I can stay calm. That, you know, that, that should work out great for you on the, on the day of, cause as somebody who went through all this, it's like a lot of planning, a lot of prep. And then before yeah. you know it, the day is gone in like 30 seconds and you don't remember a damn thing that happened. So like, <laughs> soak it in just try to get it and don't do what i did and yeah. get drunk before the ceremony on accident Me I and we're both straight edge so there won't <laughs> there be go. any there won't be any drinking there you go i had really good and also really bad groomsmen all right so they did they they oh, were yeah. there for fun but they did not look out for my 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 best interest on that <laughs> but uh so you're facing Chris Statlander for the tbs championship sunday night uh she's somebody who's firing on all cylinders right now but so are you undefeated dating back to April of 2022. And the last person to beat you was Chris Statlander. I love that little story wrinkle there. Yeah. How are you as a performer now compared to the last time you faced Chris? What's that evolution been like for you? Where's your confidence level at? I just feel like I've done a whole 180, especially, you know, she saw me when I was a little cheerleader and that was, I think my second or third match in AEW. Um, that was probably like my 10th match ever. Um, so that's crazy. So she saw me at a very, you know, not experienced level. And then with the eye patch, I couldn't see, I wasn't confident. I didn't know what I was doing. So she seen me at some really weak points, but now I feel like I'm just climbing up the ladder getting more and more up there. And I'm, I'm feeling so good right now. I feel, I, last week or last Wednesday when I wrestled Willow after it, I was like, that's what I'm supposed to feel like after a match. So 
I'm feeling really good. Yeah, I was going to say the last few matches you've had on uh, Dynamite and Collision, you know, uh, I do a Collision review show for Fightful.com. And yeah, we rave reviews for for everything that you've been doing in the ring so far Thank for you. everybody on the panel. Um, you know, a lot of your matches, though, before you started getting on Dynamite and Collision more often, you know, in that win streak, a lot of them happened on Dark or Dark Elevation. Now, those shows no longer exist, but yes. I have to feel like while they were still around, those were very, very instrumental uh, matches in your your show, excuse me, in your development. Because, you know, yeah. how, how else were you going to be able to cut your, you know, cut your chops there a little bit? Yeah, that's where I did a lot of experimenting, too, of stuff that worked and stuff that didn't. How to be more aggressive and more intense and just slowly, you know, climbing up, trying to figure out what works. And I just need those reps to see what I can do. Now the, the the television landscape obviously changes a lot of things, but do you think those two shows are are missed in, in Dark and Dark Elevation? Because they were very valuable for yourself and a lot of other people. Yes, I, they, they were really fun, too. I always looked forward to them just because I knew I would get to, you know, get ready and get in gear and feel out the ring and just look at it as practice. But there is ROH, so there is a, a good group of people that do still kind of have that. Um, but... It is what it is. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, a couple of your matches on, on Dark and Dark Elevation were against somebody I've actually trained with and Ari Alexander. I think she's doing a hell of a job and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the future holds for her. So shout out to Ari. She's doing great. Yeah, she's um, great. I think I wrestled her maybe almost like two or three times. She's great. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, every time, every, at least every time you've come through Cincinnati or the Northern Kentucky area, I'm pretty sure you probably ended up uh, locking up with her for sure. Yeah. Uh, yes. This is your second ever match for the TBS championship. The last time that you fought for that belt, it was against Jade Cargill. Now mm -hmm. she's making a ton of headlines recently for obvious reasons. No longer remember the AEW locker room. Now I'm sure a move like that though, it's going to garner some mixed emotions. Um, her departure does leave a void in the women's locker room, but I also have to believe that it creates opportunity for others in that locker room like yourself to kind of step up and grow into that spotlight so do you feel like especially with a match like a chris statlander the only women's match on this card tomorrow night that this is a huge opportunity for you to continue your elevation and maybe grow into that void that she has now left behind yeah i think you know all i can't wait to see what she's doing she's she's amazing she looks amazing i just can't wait to see what what's in store for her but yeah as aw goes like for me if they want me to fill in some type of shoe, I'm I'm all here for it. I will do whatever. I, I'm going to come to work every week, and they're going to tell me what to do, and I'm going to do it. So if that's what they're telling me to do, that's what I'm here for. So, yes. Now, there there are some similarities between yourself and, and Jade, or at least, you know, some dots that I could connect here. And the fact of there's a lot to be said about the presentation of both of you like before you even got get to the ring and this is something that you've talked about before like people are excited that you're there it's like a show just to get you to the ring so i guess there's multiple questions i want to ask about this but i guess the first one is how often does your own entrance music get stuck in your head because it's been playing in mine on repeat for the last like 12 days well i won't lie to you um when i work it's my workout song when i work out it's <laughs> It helps me a lot because when I'm working out, that's when I'm thinking the most. And I think about wrestling the whole time I'm working out. I'm constantly about character stuff and how I can 
look and feel and I, I feel cool. I feel like a badass when I'm working out. So when I'm working out, I'm starting trying to channel my the inner me when I'm working out. So definitely when I'm working out is when I'm listening to my entrance music. It, it's a banger, man. Uh, they, Thank they did, you. They did a great job putting that together for you. Yes, and Colin Young. Of, he's amazing. Yes, uh, shout out to him as well. Um, but the the entrance in and of itself, uh, like I said, people get excited when you're coming down to the ring. Like and you said, you feel like a badass when you're working out. You you look like a badass coming down to the ring, especially with Big Brody, you know, alongside you and everything like that. And it's one thing for you to feel like, oh, this kicks ass. But when you're getting reviews from other people who are like, oh, my gosh, it's like a top five entrance in, in AEW. I mean, that's got to get you pretty dang jazzed up. Yeah, it makes me really happy that, you know, other people enjoy it. Sometimes I'm reading, I'm like, are they serious? Like, <laughs> like really me? Because, you know, I just see myself. I think I also have like an out-of-body experience, too. When I watch myself, I'm like, wow, she's so cool. And I'm like, wait, that's you. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> so it's like, it's such a weird feeling, you know. Do, do you feel like, you know, in we talked about in the ring, right? you that's how you're supposed to feel after a match like you had with Willow from a character standpoint, um, because you always have a, an idea of where you want to go when you first start off, start off doing something. You have been this evolution of, of Julia Hart for a while now. Um, do you feel like you're really starting to hit your stride from an overall character and performance standpoint, not just bell to bell, but also outside of it? Yeah, I feel like I, I still have so much more to give to and so much more I can do with what I'm doing. And I, I get so excited about more things. I'm like, wait, just focus on what you're doing right now. Cause people like what you're doing right now. You don't need to keep doing too much. So I think I try not to get too ahead of myself as well, but I always have more ideas for later on if I do need more ideas, but yeah. And, and this character is vastly different than when we first saw you, you know, show up as 19, 20 year old cheerleader with the, uh, you know, varsity blondes and um, you know, I don't think a lot of people expected, you know, this version of Julia when she first when you first showed up um, when you were trying to come up with everything for this. Obviously, you know, some direction there with the House of Black and what they were already doing. But was there anything like you, you know, movies or characters or things like that that you watched to kind of get some some inspiration from? Yeah, I think um, Wednesday was a big one for me that I loved Wednesday. Uh, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, the Netflix series. How she's, okay. she's sassy and she's, you know, she's a little witch. Uh, Kill Bill, uh, mm. Uma Thurman's character. I love the confidence and the badass she has. So, and then Stevie Nicks, of course, with American Horror Story season three, pulled a lot of inspiration from. So... That is that is quite the list. That is quite the yes, list. Yes, I, I made a whole... When I first was experimenting with how I wanted to look, I remember I made, like, presentations. It actually looked a lot different than what it looks now. I wasn't wearing a hat. <laughs> I had my I had my hair slicked back. Um, I had a little bit of different makeup. And, yeah, it was a little bit different. Was was not expecting to have the hat be part of my whole thing, but it worked, so... No, it... Yes, it... it, it. 100 percent now the the turn to this julia hart that we know now was a it was a very slow burn uh and you know i'm listening to you on the unsanctioned podcast talking about you're sitting on those steps for for months and months at a time until finally you got the go for it to happen and this is this is a move that you pitched that you wanted to do 
I'm curious though, as the days peeled off the calendar, was there any doubt that crept in about whether or not this was going to happen? And were you coming up with any contingency plans in case this is not the route that Tony Khan and the decision makers decided they wanted you to go because you were done being a cheerleader. So were you coming up with any backup plans to get out of being the cheerleader, regardless if you ended up in house of black? You know, now that you say that I didn't have any backup plans, <laughs> but I also didn't know if it was going to happen. Cause you know how wrestling is like, they might say one thing and then it never happens or it goes a different way. So I, I just kind of pitched it and hoped for the best. And I know Malachi really liked it. And I think Tony, like I, w I didn't talk to Tony close at the time, so I wasn't sure of really what was going on. I just kept like, I'm just going to keep with the eye patch. I'm just going to keep at, like the black mist is going to stay on me. I'm going to keep doing it until someone says, stop doing that. Because <laughs> then hopefully it can go somewhere. And it, it did. Now, one of the things that was I, I thought was both great and heartbreaking is that tweet that you sent out for the first time that, that Malachi misted you. And you said you got a call from your seven-year-old sister at the time uh, and she was crying because of it. Um, I'm curious what that, how that made you feel inside. Cause as a dad of like a, a daughter who's close to that age, I'm just like, Oh my God, that would like break my heart. But also now you're the one misting people. So I want to know what your sister feels about that. <laughs> she, she's nine now. So she's grown up a little bit and she, she likes to dress up as me a lot and <laughs> she true. listens to my theme and she loved it. at first she was scared she didn't understand it but now that she's my whole family's super into halloween so now she's starting to get halloween and more of like spooky vibes and she thinks i'm like she thinks i'm from hocus pocus she thinks i'm cool so now it's a now she thinks it's cool she just doesn't ever want to see me get hurt which is understandable but yeah she's she's fine now Okay, good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Love I love that, like, you know, you, you're like her hero at this point, basically, right? Like, I mean. She wears all of my shirts to school, tells everybody, this is my sister. <laughs> yeah, she's adorable. That's great. I love hearing that. That's awesome. Uh, I know we're we're short on time. You got a match for a collision you're, you're prepping for here, but I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least ask about uh, the three gentlemen that you hang out with on TV uh, when they're all healthy. Hopefully everybody gets back and y'all can start, you know, all firing on cylinders together here. But I mean, that's a wealth of knowledge between Malachi and Buddy and Brody. Um, What's it like working with those guys? And there's something that really kind of sticks out to you that you've been able to learn from them that maybe you hope to pass on to the next generation of, of pro wrestlers when, you know, you're like 34, 35, and you're like multi-time world champion by then. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're just so great. I'm so happy that they took me under their wing and they, you know, treat me like family. Um, I'm trying to think of something that I think one thing I've learned a lot from is that how much the camera matters mm. and how getting making sure your face is shown and facials and how to be aggressive and intense is definitely and not so more of like you know moves but more so like putting everything you can into your character and taking control of what you can. So like the things I wear and what I'm doing and how I look. So just presentation is definitely something I've learned a lot from them. 
Well, you're absolutely killing it. I'm looking forward to this match between yourself and Chris. Win, lose, a draw. You got a big future ahead of you. Congratulations on the wedding coming up. And Thank good you luck. So and much. I hope to talk to you again down the line. Thank you so much. You were great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.